I feel like I like I've climbed so many mountains and like you get to that peak and you're like, yeah, yeah, I did it. Yeah. And then and then you look all around you and you enjoy the view for a moment. And then you realize no matter which direction you go, you're heading downhill. Yeah, I don't know if I've ever like buttoned the wrong button to the wrong hole. But I, I went to a, a funeral once and I saw a guy that had done that. And I, I still feel bad because I didn't say anything to him. I mean, it was like a group conversation, so it was also like not the right yeah. time to be like, yo, your buttons are misaligned. Pass a note. Right. <laughs> I don't know. No. But I, I still regret like not not catching him like 10 minutes down the road yeah. after the conversation broke up. I feel like it happened to me a lot as a child, but mostly when I put my PJs on. Oh. I really noticed it. <laughs> I was bad at that. I don't know if I remember back that far from myself. <laughs> Last week, what what was going on? It's been a week. <laughs> so, yeah, it has been a week. I think, um, I mean, first, the recording the episode with Dylan was awesome. He was a great guest. I think he was super interesting. I also kind of appreciated that he... Uh, he asked us some questions too. Yeah. So I thought that was neat. We didn't get to talk to him about like all of the, the topics we had, but we go in deep on so many. Yeah. I would love to have him back on at some point. Man, my, my past week has been so busy and I feel like I'm going to be talking for a bit. So maybe I'll just ask you how, how you really want. <laughs> no, that's fine. I don't know. Um, I started coaching volleyball. And, that's right. That's right. Yeah. And so... It was like tryouts week, and this is my second year doing it. It's like seventh graders, so, you know, some are really good and some are really bad. And so... Have you coached? You've coached before, I think, Just right? the one year before this. Okay. And it's the same, like, school. So, same thing going on, and so I kind of knew what to expect to look for in tryouts this year, so it was a lot better than usual. Last year, I feel like I was like, I don't know what I'm looking for, even mm -hmm. though I've played volleyball and I know what I'm looking for, but it's so hard to judge girls. But now I felt like it was a lot better. So it's fun. Is that, that's a volunteered position? No, I do get paid for it, but. Nice. Yeah. So like the, I'm the assistant seventh grade coach. And so then there's the head coach, but yeah, it's a little, it'll help pay for my laptop. Sure. <laughs> that's yeah. about it. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah. You got to have that side hustle. Yep. Just like the podcast. Yeah. Although that's been a... Hopefully. <laughs> <laughs> um, this is like a volunteer job now. <laughs> yeah. Well, that's true. Yeah. Um, okay. On well, to your week. Well, oh. I don't know if I want to get off your topic yet. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome to the wardrobe. This is the Who You Know podcast. I'm your host, Ryland Deemer, joined by my co-host. Elisa Wilde. Uh We've got a great show for you today. Lots of fun stuff to talk about. A few segments. No guests today. Uh, so you're going to be getting to know us better and maybe some of our alter egos. Um, and you're coaching volleyball. But why do you want to do that? Um, I would say I assume it's not the money. No. Uh, so, like, I played volleyball through college. And I feel like a lot of people who do that really are just kind of addicted to the game, you know? So... Um, when, so like one of my friends reached out, she would be the head seventh grade coach. And so last year she reached out and she was just like, Hey, 
I don't really know what I'm doing because she hasn't played volleyball before. So she wanted an assistant that like did know how to play volleyball. Mm-hmm. And so I thought about it for a really long time because I'm studying for exams. It'll be like a pretty big time commitment. But then I did it because, I mean, I would love to like be involved in volleyball. But I did it. And what made me like it so much is knowing that I'm having like an impact on some mm-hmm. children's lives, which is what I don't get through my job. So it's kind of like that extra like, wow, I'm helping someone get better or like enjoy the game of volleyball more or whatever I'm doing. Yeah. So now that's more of like what I'm addicted to is like improving someone's skills or just impacting their life somehow. That's cool. Yeah. Do you ever think about like with your career, do you think about doing like math tutoring or something like that? I have. So like I, I even have my name in like a list of math tutors that hasn't started yet. They have mm. something in a different city and they're trying to bring it here, but hasn't gotten that ball rolling yet. I think COVID did not help with that. So um, I would like something like that. And I've thought about like big brothers, big sisters or whatever. Mm-hmm. So it's just studying makes me feel like I wouldn't be able to give the time that I want to give. Sometimes. Yeah. Uh, I know that feeling. And this past week I, I wrapped up or, or think that I wrapped up the last of my, <laughs> you're already celebrating. I'm so excited for you. I, I haven't gotten results yet, but I, I, I submitted my like final two papers, um, for becoming an actuary. It's so. like you're that much closer to being done. Just got to pass and then you're done and it'll feel so good. <laughs> I don't know if it will. I don't know if I, I'll feel good about it at all. I want, I want to talk for a little bit about this because um, every time I, I complete, like when I complete in my final exam to become an actuary, mm-hmm. a lot of people are like, oh, you must feel so great. And, you know, submitting these final couple papers, which I, I, I submitted like, it was like 21 or 23 pages of, of single spaced writing this weekend or this week, uh, which is a lot. I don't feel great about it at all. I like it's nice to have it behind me or whatever, but I feel like I have achieved so many cool things in my life. Whether it's like career stuff, personal stuff, buying a house, um getting married, having great relationships with friends, like uh even stuff in video games yeah. feels cooler to me than just knocking some academic requirements out of the way. And and I think part of this is I feel like if I had done this when I were younger, like if I if I had not changed jobs and if I had stayed the course at like, you know, my original employer and just knocked everything out right away, yeah. then I would have been done at like, I don't know, age 26 or something. Yeah. And then I think I would be feeling a lot more excited about it. But at, at this point, I feel like, I, like I've like i climbed so many mountains. And like you get to that peak and you're like, yeah, yeah, I did it. Yeah. And then, and then you look all around you and you enjoy the view for a moment. And then you realize no matter which direction you go, you're heading downhill. Yeah. And so then you just start looking for that next peak. And I think this is like the, the, the struggle that uh anyone who's achieved like some degree of success has to go through is like 
there's only so many peaks you can climb where you're like, well, now I just need like a taller peak. And I feel like getting through all my actuarial requirements isn't as tall of a peak as a lot of other things that I've done in life. And so for me, it's just like, I feel like it's a, like a warm up to something else or like, yeah, you know, it's like a nice little achievement to put on the wall, but it doesn't mean more to me than even some of like the projects that I've worked on in my career. I feel like when I get to that point, it's not so much I achieved something. It's like, thank God I don't have to spend time doing this anymore. That's like the thing that I would be celebrating because then. Yeah, I can do whatever else I want. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, I'm, I'm more of like, I'm finally done. Maybe it's I finally got down the mountain. <laughs> so like some, okay, so yeah. some relief. Yeah. I, I don't feel like I've ever had to put my life on hold to get through this process. Not that it didn't like, I mean, I, I had to like skip weddings. I had mm-hmm. to skip parties. Um. But I, I've never really like sidelined my life to get through the, the process. I kept playing video games. I mean, I kept yeah. I kept having ever, a good time. Were you ever like stressed about it though? And you could have spent your evening not stressing. <laughs> yeah, but that's not that like like I'll be stressed whether I'm studying for an exam or not. Okay, yeah. That's just the way I am. I'm kind of like mentally spun up. Yep. So I'm either gonna be using that that twitchy energy to to study or i'm going to be using it to think about how to improve the podcast or i'm going to be using it to you know any any number of things that i want to do but it doesn't change like the feeling of it to me yeah it's all stuff that i want to do so at the end of the day like you know i i submitted these requirements which is good but (laughs) i don't feel um one way or another about it i guess you all should feel proud of him, though. Yeah, you all should definitely, like, tell me how proud you are of me. Yeah. I like that. Um, yeah, I, I kind of enjoy, like, other people's reactions to it more than anything that I feel internally about it, which yeah. is interesting. Well, yeah, because I would say I'm jealous. Like, I have an exam in the fall, and I'm ready to be done with it. And sure. Yeah, I just want to pass and <laughs> be done, basically. Well, I I encourage you to work hard and... And go for the passing score. Yep. And I will celebrate when you pass. Celebrate when you get those three letters behind your name, too. <laughs> sure. Yeah. Yeah, I can't wait to throw my FSA party, actually. I've been yeah. like, that's like been one of my biggest daydreams lately is like, what am I going to do for this yes. monstrous party? Just so you know, some people say that these FSA parties are like bigger than their wedding reception ceremony whatever like the cost even yeah so no they can get they can get pretty unreal and i don't know if mine's going to be that kind of it'll be more of a chill yeah i was secluded like i was exclusive yes yes very exclusive (laughs) although i will be inviting every actuary i know okay um yeah i was i was almost thinking it'd be cool to do like maybe i've already said this on the podcast but um, like a meditation oh, yeah. prior to like the music starting and stuff. So I was thinking about doing like like four hours of meditation, guided meditation. Yeah. Um. So let's say that starts at six p.m. Okay. But the party's doors close at nine p.m. and then the music starts at ten. 
So I was thinking like you have to be there for like at least an hour of the meditation before yeah. like the party starts. That way everyone's kind of like on the level with yeah. each other. Yeah, I, thought I that feel would be like really you cool. mentioned that, but maybe not specifically for that. Yeah. I don't remember. Yeah. Yeah. So I was thinking that and then maybe having some like hookah stations set up okay, around the yeah. perimeter and kind of decorating it like an opium den with like huge flat pillows and like okay, flowy yeah. silk like curtaining everywhere. Yep. Good luck planning. I mean, this is just like <laughs> one idea. And, and, like, I've been thinking about it a lot lately, so we'll see what I end up with at the end of the day. But It's very different than what I wanted to do for, like, my birthday party this year. I wanted to have, like, well, we went to that drag show, kind of. It mm -hmm. was more of, like, a pageant, but they did lip syncing. I was like, let's have a lip syncing party where we have to dress up for the part. Oh, that would be awesome. And, like, you can tell me your song choices and I'll be the DJ for the night. And, I mean, I'll also perform. But then as I kept thinking about it, I'm like, oh, man, I'm way more nervous to do this than I thought. Like, so, and I think a lot of our friends in our friend group would not be open to it, but. Oh, I'd, I mean, fun. good. That'll give me more time on stage. Yeah. Like, I would love I that. I said you could submit multiple. You could be a solo. You could have a duet. You could get a. The Spice Girls together? I don't know. <laughs> the whole idea sounds great. I think, yeah, I just have to pull it off. We need to and get we need people to, in. Yeah, yeah. It's it's we need to generate lots of uh, what do you call it? Outgoing people to, yep. to come to that party. That sounds awesome, though. I think so. I'll be there. That sounds great. Okay, good. Be us too. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. Okay. So so we've already done the intro. I don't remember our first segment. So help me out. Well, so like last week we were talking about virtual reality a little bit and then we got into, correct me if I'm wrong because I have no idea, but kind of like this, I don't know, trip you went on or like an adventure you went on. Was this the next yes, <laughs> topic? Yes, it was. Yes, it was. Audrey's, Audrey here to, came... Audrey's here to keep me calm. I didn't know how to, and I still don't know how to talk about um this trip that I went on to the Marshall Islands, but I, I think maybe I'll, I'll back up a bit. So, um, yeah, I went, I went to the Marshall Islands. Let's see. It's 20, 2021 right now. So I think it was yeah. like seven years ago. Okay. And where are the Marshall Islands? So great question <laughs> to orient everyone. The Marshall Islands are like in the middle of the Pacific near the equator halfway between Hawaii and Guam, Australia. I don't remember. Um, but suffice it to say, they're in the middle of the the Pacific. Okay. Um, by the equator. That's so so quite warm. Seems like a long plane ride, too. Yeah, it had, <laughs> had a couple of legs to it. So I think it was like layover in San Francisco, layover in Hawaii. Oh, wow. And then from Hawaii... There's only one route that goes to the Marshall Islands. I don't even know yeah. if it flies every day, but it's United. Okay. Yeah. Expensive tickets, too. Because um, nobody goes there for, like, vacationing. So, okay. yeah, the locals didn't even believe me when I said I was just there on, like, a vacation. They're like, nobody. <laughs> no one does that. Yeah, nobody does that here. Huh? <laughs> um, but, yeah, let me let me back up a bit because... I don't know what, what made me start thinking that we live in a simulation or, or be interested in the idea of that. Um, probably like the movie The Matrix or something just got me like thinking. Yep. 
thinking along those lines. And, uh, but even before that, before I was interested in like simulation theory, I have always had like a fascination with coincidences. Okay. Not like the, there's no such thing as a coincidence guy, but. I mean, I'm thinking like conspiracy theories. No, oh, just, no. Just coincidences. Just coincidences, okay. yeah. Um, and I love, I mean, it's that part of your brain that really loves to like find the patterns, right? Yep. As an actuary, I think a lot of us have that. Yeah. And I just love seeing when like things happen to line up in a weird way or like you you hear something on the radio and then you see something related to that, like oh, that same yeah. day. And then like you you. Okay, so so what I've what I've done in my life um, is pursue coincidences. So whenever I see things start to line up, I will like change my schedule entirely and like try to pursue. I'll try to like walk the path of the coincidence, right? So, um, like I see a commercial for a thing that I've never seen before, and then that same day I like see it in like the window of a bar, and I'll decide, okay, I'm gonna drink at this bar tonight, and and see what happens okay and like i have loved every time that i've made that kind of decision to like follow the coincidence i like it it's been (laughs) it's been like a wonderful exercise and in just like spontaneity and Mm -hmm. you know at the end of the day i don't know if there's anything behind it but it it just gives me like this little uh, inspirational spark to like do things yep um and, uh, you know, then I saw The Matrix, and I love that, and um, got into simulation theory. And certainly if there's, like, some weird layer of of um, order to the universe that we're not directly aware of, you know, one way that we could experience it is through, like, strange coincidences. Right? Okay, yeah. So uh, fast forward through the years, and one day I decided to Google my last name. Okay. And um, I was just like browsing different sites and I saw this one that's like where my last name is most common. And top of the list was the Marshall Islands, this okay. this island nation that I'd never heard of. And I was like, I, I felt that like spark of inspiration. I was like, I gotta go here. Like this is this is where I'm supposed to be at some point. Yeah. And um I was I was deep in like simulation theory at that point, and I was like, oh, w- what if I like go there and I I find some like glitch or like Easter egg? Like I'm gonna hunt for the Easter egg while I'm in the Marshall Islands and yeah. just disconnect from everything because like internet's hard to get there. Okay. Um. Yeah, it just doesn't have like the same level of of access as like other places that have been. Um. So, I booked these, like most expensive flights of my life and i arranged for like the two weeks off or whatever and uh flew to the marshall islands and wow what what an incredible trip and i'm seeing our our recording is going a bit bonkers should we just push through it because like it hasn't yeah it hasn't been bad in the past uh yeah i agree okay did we hit the 30 minute mark already (laughs) i don't i don't think so i don't think so either but Uh, i think it says like 16 minutes or something. Okay. Um, Yeah, we'll just push through it. I'm like sticking to this chair. Were you having that issue? No. There's like a thin. I feel like I'm sticking when I. Yeah, there's like a thin strip of leather, and I'm really sweaty because I'm talking about this personal stuff. (laughs) Anyway, um, I guess I'll just let it marinate. 
Uh, <laughs> <laughs> okay, so so I, I booked these flights and um, landed on the Marshall Islands, and it was just such a wild trip. I mean, I guess I'll start with like the light stuff first. There's like a lot of wild dogs. Okay. Um, well, I, actually, first let me let me talk positively about the people there. They're all so friendly. And so nice and welcoming, even though they didn't believe me that I was there for a vacation. But, like, everyone was, like, super sweet. Yeah. And um, they speak English because it used to be, like, an English territory. Okay. And then um, uh, some of our viewers might be aware of the bombing of the Bikini Atoll, which is where, like, they tested a lot of the atomic bombs. Okay, and this is near there on the island. It's I think the that atoll is a part of the Marshall Islands. Yeah. Okay. Um it, so the Marshall Islands are like a, a string of islands and then there's like one main one okay. where their capital city of Majuro is. Okay. And um I think I think well that's their biggest city and their capital and I think it's like 70,000 people to give you a sense of size. Gotcha. Yeah, so it used to be U.S. territory. We tested a lot of atomic uh, bombs on the Bikini Atoll, which is part of the Marshall Islands. And, uh, you know, obviously we didn't know back then, or maybe they did, but um, that caused a lot of, like, just a radioactive hellscape in that area. Uh, So, like, so many people in that atoll had to, like, move to other islands. Like, it, it completely, like, ruined... Yeah. Homes. So the U.S. government has been paying reparations to the Marshall Islands for a long time. And I think those either like just ended or about to end. Okay. And that accounted for a little over half of their GDP. Wow. So a lot of money. So, yeah, I, I guess that's all kind of a brief history lesson that I may have partially wrong. But, um, yeah, the people there were wonderful very welcoming i went out clubbing with them one night which was really cool yeah like clubbing with the locals and like they were playing like traditional music well it was like traditional instrumentation but like they would take pop songs and like fit it to their instrumentation and music style and then like the way that people went clubbing like like picture a standard club maybe on like the divier side but instead of like everyone being out on the dance floor for like a long time it was like a song would play, people would come out to the dance floor, they'd dance, and then when the song ended, like one song, everyone would go back to their seats and like other people would come out to dance. Interesting. Yeah, it wasn't like people were just like out. It was like huh. you kind of like went out for one song and then sat back down. Went this out for one song, song defines you. You go out. Yeah, it was so interesting. But I had a good time like dancing with the locals. Um, uh, there were a lot of wild dogs and I got... Chased isn't the right word, but I got like lunged at by wild dogs, and mm-hmm. and I was taught by like the guy that picked me up at the airport not to run okay. when the when the dogs like try to defend their territory or something. You have to like pretend like it's not bothering you. <laughs> That's hard to do when yeah. like an angry dog is like <laughs> you know yep. trying to come at you and just like trying to like not react and just like yeah kind of speed walk away. Yeah, it was it was a very interesting place to visit. But kind of getting back to the the topic. Um so yeah, I went there to like find an Easter egg and I was just sort of open to whatever I experienced while on the islands. 
So yeah, you didn't have like any plans really Mm-mm. set out. Okay. Mm-mm. Nope. No, I went there with like no. I mean, there were like no events to like sign up for. That's yeah. just not the kind of place it is. Yeah, maybe I'll talk a little bit more about that. So like a third of the country is um, undereducated. Okay. So there's like a, a really high illiteracy rate. And I remember like riding. So the the owner of the hotel that I stayed at my first night, he picked me up from the airport. And as we were like, as he was like driving me to Majuro, um, there were these like beautiful like mansion estates like mm-hmm. on the side of the road. And you could just like see like Super Bowl manicured lawn, these palm trees, it's very tropical looking. And then, you know, like the house further back. And he said those were like the island's chiefs or like former chiefs. And then as we got to the city, like it changed, right? So there's like a lot of housing made of corrugated metal that people have just sort of like stuck into the ground. Um, Definitely some pretty big wealth disparity. Gotcha. Yeah, so I came there with no plan, and it's not like I I could have signed up for, like, a theater event or anything, but um, I don't know. Like, a week into the trip, I was uh, at a, uh, like, a gastro pub um, that some some other foreigners were frequenting, and um, uh, I was asked if I I wanted to join uh, this girl for, like, this... It was like a private island thing so like we'd go to like our own private island for like a day <laughs> and um i was like yeah that sounds cool so uh that next day we like this boat captain like took us to this island and then he just like sailed away <laughs> so like we had an entire tropical island to ourselves which is super wow. cool and as we were like walking along the beach uh so so the island was like just like a, a huge beautiful beach all the way around okay but the center of the island was like this incredibly dense tropical forest, right? Like, yeah. like so thick, right? And and I have arachnophobia. It was just like spiders were everywhere, right? <laughs> this reminds me of like naked and afraid. You just get dropped off and then yeah, that's, survive. But you're only there a day. That's kind of what it felt like. So yeah, so we're like walking along the beach, and I'm just kind of like looking into the forest, and suddenly there's like it was like out of a like a fairy tale storybook. It was like instead of super dense forest, suddenly there's like this kind of like path that was like super overhung with like these like viney structures and leaves and stuff. It was almost like a tunnel yeah. of plants. And I could see like spider webs and like these huge like spiders just like dangling in the air. And it was it was like equal parts like fascinating and and like it, it was like really capturing my emotions but also like terrifying because yeah. of the spiders and i felt like i could feel it like in in my soul i was like this is the challenging path that i need to walk oh, <laughs> and um you know we kept walking down the beach and we found a spot to like lay out and and you know we were there for a number of hours um and then when it was time to like head back to the boat and we were like walking back along the beach i i was like you go ahead i'll i'll meet up with you in in a bit and she's like sure and okay. and so she like went on for, toward the boat and i turned into this tunnel right yep. Oh my god! I was like, 
there were so many layers of these like webs and spiders and it was like in a movie when they're like dodging the like when it's like a heist movie and they're like yeah the like lasers. the athletic person is like dodging the laser beams and yeah. stuff it was like that and i was like i have to do it so like i was like army crawling at one point like and <laughs> oh my god it was so terrifying but i got through it and it was amazing because like after that tunnel suddenly there's like a clearing uh with just like this um i mean it's basically just like grass but then these huge bushes like all the way around the clearing it was like this weird empty like negative zone where nothing was living for some reason except a little bit of grass and nobody lived on the island i don't know what yeah. this what this would be used for but um it, it didn't look man-made it was just like a random clearing and i was like all right maybe i'll find this easter egg here so i was like just sort of like walking you know around the the perimeter of this place looking for an egg whatever that means <laughs> And suddenly I heard, bark, 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 bark. Oh my gosh. I heard the sound of chickens <laughs> from the bush. And I like looked in and there's like this like gaggle of wild chickens living in there. And I was just like, I don't know. It was this weird moment where I was like, I was looking for an egg, but I found the chicken oh instead. Gosh. And I was like, I don't know. I don't know that. I have nothing to say if if you know we're living in a simulation or not. There's no proof of that, but like, it was such a powerful moment when I was like, just like the idea of like I was looking for an egg but found the chicken. Yeah, and and for me, that was so powerful, and it just like further confirmed for me that the way that I pursue coincidence. And the way that I like try to walk that path has led to some of the most interesting experiences of my life. Mm -hmm. And so I'm just going to keep doing it. I'm going to keep doing that forever. And maybe I'll find something. Maybe I won't. But yeah. but I know I'll never regret walking that path. Gosh, yeah. I feel like my life is now like <laughs> I need to do something more with my life <laughs> and follow a random sign or path or I don't know. First step is to Google my name. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that is an insane story to me. Yeah, it was pretty wild. And and I'm going to have a follow-up story in a couple years because um, I want to... Do you know what... Well, an antipode, for those who don't know, an antipode is I'm like covered with my cat's hair. Can you all see her on the camera? Or do I just look like I'm rubbing my lap? <laughs> <laughs> okay, my cat's down here, I promise. Um, so an antipode is when you when you have a sphere, right? Uh, let's say you pick a point on that sphere. So like you, you pick this knuckle. The antipode of that is drawing a line directly through the center of the sphere. Okay, It's yeah. the point on the other side. Yep. So the Marshall Islands has a, a close antipode in... Ascension Island, which is in the middle of the Atlantic. Oh, I forgot to text my wife not to make noise when she <laughs> comes in because we're recording. That's okay. She's home. Um, so, yeah, there's an antipode to the Marshall Islands and Ascension Island in the middle of the Atlantic, which okay. is a super beautiful island. Okay. Um, and people actually do go there to, like, check For out vacation. the wildlife. Yeah, I don't, I don't know how, like, 
it's it's probably not like the most approachable vacation, but certainly people who are like wildlife enthusiasts would okay. would be interested in going there. Interesting. Um, so uh, I'm not gonna dive too deep into the reasons why uh i'm going to be going there in a couple of years but uh basically a number of coincidences led me to wanting to pursue the antipode of the marshall islands to find the other sure. side like yeah here's the chicken maybe the egg is over here yep. so we'll we'll see what happens with that trip but yeah. i think that's gonna be awesome and this will be like another like traveling alone type trip is I'm actually or? so I'm gonna do it this one the other way. So the the Marshall Islands trip was traveling alone. Okay. This time I'm gonna put out like the call to anyone who wants to join me gotcha. on the trip to join for Ascension Island. Okay, <laughs> just sounds like a game now, Ascension Island. Yeah. Or like a show on TV. Yeah. That's right. That's awesome. <laughs> yeah. So I'm I'm really excited for that. And um, oh man, you know if if we are living in a simulation, I think we need people to be pursuing to, to to be looking into things that could indicate we are so yeah. looking for glitches looking for easter eggs looking for um you know all these oddities that might be like another layer to reality have you like heard other people kind of like us like talking in a video have you like listened to other people's stories about similar situations like where they're searching for Easter eggs or glitches, or do you uh, just, is this kind of like a on your own thing, not influenced by anyone? This is an on my own thing. I I hear a lot of people, and I really like reading stories about people's like supernatural experiences or what they view as supernatural. Like yeah. that's always kind of interesting, and there may be some indicators in there of some other layer to reality. Yep. But I haven't I haven't read or heard anything about people like looking for the easter eggs and looking for the glitches gotcha so if you're interested let's hunt <laughs> <laughs> or yeah just tell us your story in the comments you know yeah actually yeah if if any of you have experienced any like super weird coincidences um or have you know done your own work to to try to look for these things i'd be, be cool to hear i'd be about, super yeah. interested yeah good idea Anything else you want to ask about that? I do have more stories about the trip, but I don't really want to talk about the trip itself. Yeah, no, that, so much, but. that was cool <laughs> of itself. <laughs> like when you said you came upon the chickens, I'm like, oh, well, they're chickens. But then it like took me a second to click like, oh, but you were looking for an egg. And then I was like, chicken or the egg? Oh, yeah, it was so weird. Yeah. Also, like, like wild chickens on an island. In the middle of the it was just like so many layers of like yeah I feel like those might be on. common though they certainly like, had chicken on the chickens on the mainland okay yeah I just don't know how the chickens like, would have gotten to like this empty island but I don't rem okay, I'm sure so, I'm sure humans brought them at some point it's well just, yeah and like we went to Bermuda and it's the same thing a bunch of chickens are roaming the island wild chickens but even in like Key West there is a story on why there's chickens roaming but I don't remember the story i feel like a bunch of people had chickens and like maybe it was illegal to have them as pets at one point so everyone had to release their chickens and then they all came became wild but yeah that's more like mainland stuff mm. so interesting yeah i really felt like it was like the universe was telling me like like you're on the right path but yeah. 
but maybe you're not like thinking about it quite right or, or something. Yeah. Like I felt like I felt like it was like a sign. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah. Well, should we should we talk about the the dark triad? Yeah. Did you want to Which sounds spookier than it actually <laughs> I is? I I need a good explanation of it, but did you want to talk about dreams at all? I know that was like another thing uh, from last time. Or is that a Were we ending with the Dark Triad? Am I getting things out of order? No. I think it was just dreams into the Dark Triad, but maybe it's the other way around. <laughs> uh I, I I'll save the dreams part. Okay. I feel like I've been talking a lot. But yeah, let's do that. I don't know how to explain this. Yeah, so so uh, a lot of you are probably familiar with personality tests. The dark triad is like a version of a personality test that focuses on negative aspects of the personality. So, um, uh, I it, okay. So there are three negative aspects that it touches on. There's narcissism. I know what that means. Okay, uh, probably a lot of our our viewers do too. But um, narcissism is like. You know, maybe we should look it up. I don't want to like give a yeah because it is actually like a I just think thing, it's right? like well, I think so, but I think yeah because I feel like it's all I heard about when I watched Criminal Minds like on mm. snow days. Well, I feel tell like me. a lot of the killers what were is a narcissist? narcissist obsessed with themselves. <laughs> well, they're usually not killers though, right? No, but I think killers have that tendency to have more of that mm. or something. Yeah, that could make but, sense. Yeah, because they would talk about it a lot. I don't know in what way. But yeah. But yeah, like self-obsessed. Yep. Okay. Um, Machiavellianism, which is, as I understand it, like uh, the ends justify the means kind of mentality yep. turned up to 11. Like you're willing to like be super unethical to like get your way. Okay. Um, and it's very like strategic, like, you know, you can have these like really elaborate plans in place to like achieve your goals. Can you repeat the word again? Machi- Machiavellianism. Machiavellianism. Named after okay. Machiavelli, who's a famous, uh, he wrote some book that's that's pretty famous about like war strategy or something. Okay. Yeah. Uh, and then the third dark triad, which I don't think it, either of us will have a high score on this, but who knows? We'll find out. <laughs> uh, psychopathy. So, okay. so like your, your psychopath quotient or whatever. Maybe. Yeah, we'll see. Uh, but yeah, we're looking forward to sharing those results with you. We're going to like uh, cut the feed for a few minutes. We're going to take our, our tests and then we're going to um, share. Yeah, we're going to share our results and talk about how we feel about how how high of a yeah. rating we got in these dark triad things. We'll see. Yeah, we'll see. All right. <laughs> I'm excited. We'll be back in a minute. I don't look like a ghost. That's good thinking. Yep. All right. Oh, man. Actually, this came out really different than how I expected. Like, I thought for sure that I would have some Machiavellianism, but I'm, like, negative on Machiavellianism. Yeah. That might make sense, because... So, the scores are zero through four, I just read. Yeah. first one... Yeah. But we have a negative... (laughs) Well, anyway. yeah. Let's 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 talk for a second. I I think uh, first there's something confusing, and and sorry for for those of you who are watching the video version of this. If I'm looking like past you, it's because I've got my scores like up on the screen behind right. where the camera is, so I probably look 
like I'm looking in some weird direction. So, um, but yeah, like it says scores are between zero and four, but we got like a negative one in, in one of the one of the categories, which yeah. is not <laughs> what they said should be possible. Um, but yeah, let's talk about that a bit. So, so we've got narcissism, Machiavellianism, and psychopathy. And I think let's just go down like the list here. Um, so, are you narcissistic? I guess we, I would say no for these results, right? Like 3% of people are scored less than us. Wait. So 97% have more narcissism. Have equal to or greater narcissism. I think so. Is that what that indicates? It says the percentiles of percent of other people who have taken this test, you score higher than. So mm, we score yeah. higher than 3% of people. This seems like we're not narcissistic at all. Right. But a score of one out of four also is like, maybe we have, so compared to other people, maybe we're all just not that narcissistic. Yeah. But like we still have a score of one out of four. We didn't yeah, get a we, zero though. We got a. We right. Got a we got the same score, by the way. I don't know if we For explicitly like said that, yeah. but yeah. Oh, wow. So one out of four. Yeah. Okay. Hmm. So narcissism is an egotistical preoccupation with self because of all their experience with maintaining their self-image. People who score high for narcissism will often appear charming, but their narcissism will later lead to extreme difficulty in developing close relationships. Mm. Yeah, I certainly don't think that I ever... My mild bit of narcissism is more of like a, a boost than, than yeah. something that interferes with like my ability to right respect and admire other people and i'd like to think that we'll appear charming and stay that way <laughs> <laughs> we appear charming because we are yeah. <laughs> uh true okay so next machiavellianism uh we got negative one which according to to how, what this website says shouldn't even be possible did right. we just pick a bad website? Is that what happened I don't here? Know. Well, I'll take credit for the bad website. But but we both got negative one for Machiavellianism. So not only are we not like the ends justify the means kind of people who... Okay, let's just read the description. Machiavellianism is a tendency to be manipulative and deceitful. It usually stems from a lack of respect or disillusionment for others. <laughs> So I feel like I definitely have the capacity to be manipulative. And I think there are times in my life when I was younger where I, I definitely tended more toward that. Mm -hmm. But I think after a lot of development and reaching a point of bliss, uh, I, I feel like I tend to like barrel into my problems now instead of trying to like What's manipulate that? things. To, yeah. To at what I want. I just tend to be direct now. And I feel like a lot of, some of the questions that they asked were like morally, like, I no, I don't agree with that because that seems morally wrong to do. Yeah, yeah. And so it's like, it was like getting revenge or I don't know. Yeah. Do you actually, actually, since we got the exact same score, do you want to just pull up the test on your screen? That way we just have the questions up in front of us. So yeah, we both got negative and I, I just feel like I have a tendency now to be, like, super direct in how I approach problems in my life and, and people in my life, as opposed to in the past where I may have tried to have been a little more 
I mean, I still feel like sometimes I'll be to Dan like, oh, it'd be so nice if someone else did the dishes tonight. <laughs> Do you say it just like that? No. Because I'd call that direct, but like being funny about it. Yes, but no, sometimes I will be like, oh my God, my feet hurt, but look at all the dishes in the, in the sink or something like that. <laughs> Something that is like a little around the bush, but he will pick up on it. Okay. And yeah. then sometimes I'll just be like, that's a hint. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but, I, I would yeah. call that being pretty direct, though. Yeah. Like, that's not. I'm not trying to, yeah, manipulate yeah. him, right, I guess. Right, right, right. Yep. Yeah. No, that's good. I think, I think negative one Machiavellianism is probably pretty healthy. Yeah. Thank goodness. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Check out some of these questions. People who mess with me always regret it. I thought payback needs to be quick and nasty. <laughs> I would have laughed at that one. So that one I thought was funny because, the word like, I, it's not very often that I, and maybe not, not at all anymore, but, like, when I have felt like, oh, I wish I could get payback on this thing, it's always been like, okay, I should think of, like, an elaborate way to do that. And then I just kind of lose interest. But yeah. like, like I've, yeah, I've never felt like the need to like spurn someone in the moment or something. And so one that made me actually think is like, it's wise to keep track of information that you can use against people later. And I actually had to think about that one because I was like, well, if I'm evaluating someone on the performance they're doing, I don't, I'm not necessarily using it against them, but it'll help me make decisions later on when... Right. I don't know. Well, and that's like, not just like in a, a career context. Like if, if I notice or know something negative about someone, I'll keep track of it yep. for my own, like, should I be spending time with this person? Yep, Are they a good person to keep in my life? Like, yeah, it's not for the purpose of like, like blackmailing them or, or something right. ridiculous like that. Or it's, even like warning other people like, Hey. That person might not be someone you want to hang around. <laughs> yeah, or like you might not want to loan them that thousand dollars, <laughs> yep. like whatever. Yeah, that was an interesting one. Mm -hmm. uh, I feel embarrassed if someone compliments me. I said strong disagree because I love it when I get compliments. Oh, see, I said strongly. Oh, no, I think I said slightly agree. Okay. Because when someone compliments me, I love it. And that's like one of my actual like motivators. When someone gives me a compliment, it motivates me to do it even better whatever Wait. they complimented me on but i think i get embarrassed oh, by it okay. i do get embarrassed it motivates me but i'm always like oh thanks like i didn't want you to say that in front of other people or right i don't know how to respond when people compliment me it's so interesting that we got the exact same score even though we had pretty different answers i wonder what if we put agree on everything and see what the result comes out to be same scores um okay so <laughs> Okay, we've talked about narcissism, we've talked about Machiavellianism, now let's take about, talk about psychopathy, psychopathy, however you say it. Point three. Yeah, we, we, got we both got point three, which is so weird to me that that we got like a decimal on this. Uh, but psychopathy reflects shallow emotional responses. The relative lack of emotions leads results in high stress tolerance, low empathy, little guilt and leads them to seek extremely stimulating activities resulting in impulsivity and disposition toward interpersonal conflict that's interesting do you know anyone like that mm, 
I don't think so. Maybe. I think I might. Shallow. Shallow emotional responses. Lack of emotions. High stress. I mean, I've probably, not on a personal level, I would say. Okay, sure. Yeah. I don't know if I know anyone. Well, I'm guessing someone who's, like, high on that might not be an easy person to get to know personally. Yeah. Or I've avoided. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, there's that. Yeah. But, yeah, there were some that definitely... So, yeah, we both got 0.3 on a 0 to 4 scale. Or maybe negative 1 to 4 scale. Yeah. For psychopathy. There's one... Oh, I avoid dangerous situations. I said... Strongly agree. Probably because I'm an actuary, though, and I don't take risks. I think I said slight disagree. <laughs> really? Yeah, this See, is so that, weird that we had very different answers. This. Maybe we should do, like, a different website. Yeah, and then test. Yeah. Yeah, maybe maybe sometime this week. Otherwise, I think maybe this site is used for people who are high on this these scales, and so everything seems so low for us. Because I don't we're, know. we're normal folk. Normal. <laughs> sure. Um, yeah, normal is probably not the right word, but, um, we are, we are non-dark triad enthusiasts. No. Okay, cool. Well, I guess. That's probably a good thing. Yeah. <laughs> makes our, it makes us more thing, boring, right? maybe, though. I don't know. I, I feel like I should have been higher on. Well, that's it. Um, I am wondering if there is a different test. I feel like I should have been two out of four on narcissism. Okay. Because like, like one of the questions was like, do you remember that question that was like about being the center of attention? Yes, I like to be the center of attention. I think. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I said, I think I said completely disagree. I said completely <laughs> agree. Like, there's no way that we both had the same narcissism score with how we answered that. Right? Okay. Yeah, but so I just went through and I marked strongly agree for everything, and now it. it does say really high scores. Okay. So I think it does work. So the website works. Maybe we just like answered opposite so many times that it kind of evened out. Yeah, maybe we like hit under some threshold. Yeah. And so like... Interesting. Yeah. Anyway, this is... People probably don't need to know about our (laughs) our dissection of this website's algorithm (laughs) or whatever. Well, yeah, because also... Oh, well, I said strongly agree. It doesn't mean it's a narcissistic thing. I was going to say... It only got 2.7, but yeah, I don't know. It made me think about some of them. Hold on. I feel like I wrote some down that I wanted to share, but we might have already talked about them. Yeah. Yeah. I, um, I guess I was just expecting that I would be at least a little bit dark triad, but but I'm not. Maybe just relative. Maybe it is all relative to like compared to others. But, okay, so one of them said most people can be manipulated. And I was like, what is it testing me here? Because is it like I think most people can because I do it? Or is it just like a fact, like are most people gullible? Or are most people like, like sure, I'll buy a car at a certain price because the salesperson leads me to it. I don't know. Yeah, I think I marked mild degree on that one because i think most yeah. people like like i've been manipulated and i feel like i right. i feel like i have like such a strong mental fortitude 
but like I've been manipulated. Yep. Because um, I was like, everyone ha- can be like, slightly, right? Yeah, I feel like we're all kind of susceptible to it. Yep. Unless someone is just like a complete, like single track mind kind of person. Yeah. But. And then many group activities tend to be dull without me. Oh. <laughs> I was like, nah. I, said, <laughs> I don't. Add I value. said mild disagree to that. <laughs> I might have said that too, but I was like, nah. They aren't waiting for me for the party to right. start. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, like, I feel like we both add to any party we go to, but I I don't. That's why we're invited. Like, me not going to a party doesn't mean that the party never get. It's not like the party doesn't start till I walk in. Yeah. You know? (laughs) A little pink action there. All right. Interesting. That was great. I'm surprised we are normal or or whatever the the right word is for this. I'm surprised think, we're not dark triad at all. Yeah, I think I was nervous to find out I was, so I'm glad that didn't happen. <laughs> I was hopeful that I'd be a little higher, but I wasn't. <laughs> I'm a little disappointed. Disappointed. <laughs> uh, dark enough. Yeah, I guess. Um, I I think maybe that just means that I've grown a lot over the years, and and I'm and probably more comfortable in, in like who I am, and don't feel like I need to use. Machiavellian techniques or something. I don't know. I really thought narcissism would be higher, but I guess not. Yeah. Okay. Uh, is there anything else you want to talk about today? No, I don't. I think I'm out. Yeah, <laughs> I'm out I'm, of the. I'm pretty spun too. I'm super hungry too. What do you want to get? You, I don't know. I I was honestly thinking about Mexican food a lot lately, but I don't know. If there is any close, but I like, I was craving Indian food also. Mm. What about you? I was thinking about Indian food too. That might be it. Yeah. I, I love Indian food. I think it might be like my favorite cuisine, but I kind of don't like ordering it because I feel like it just comes in so many containers Yeah, and it's, I mean, it, it like fills up a trash bin with. You know, you got like the sauce and then the rice and then all the extra stuff. See, so like my favorite cuisine is Italian, but I hardly eat Italian Mm. food because I just feel like there's not a great place around. Really? I'm surprised. I love just pasta. I can make my own pasta pretty easily. So I found great everything in this city (laughs) we live in. Yeah, it's just like, is it a drive? Do I have to wait for it? Okay. But there's only like one Italian place that I love. Mm. Uh, in the area? In the price. Or? There's another one I like, but it's more expensive, so I don't like to go there very often. But mm. I don't know. Do you want to spend a lot today? Uh, depends what we're having. <laughs> <laughs> I think we should go for Indian. That sounds good. Okay. Yeah. And, and being there in person, I think, will be much preferred to ordering it in. Okay, yeah. All right. Thank you all for joining us. Yeah. I guess. Thanks for I don't know watching. why I said it like a question. <laughs> yeah. We are uh, thankful. <laughs> we love all the support we've been getting. Uh, I think at this point we've put out episode number two. Okay. Um, although at the time that you're watching this, it's episode six. Okay. But yeah, as of the time of recording, we have two episodes out. It's been super cool looking at the metrics. Uh, yeah, I'll show you that. Actually, uh, well, some other day I'll show you that. Um, but yeah, the metrics have been super cool. Loving all the support we're getting. Uh, please like, share, and subscribe. Subscription 
Uh, subscribing to the YouTube channel is probably the biggest thing that that helps us out right now um, because there are certain thresholds you need to reach before YouTube will start using its algorithm to push out your channel. I'm <laughs> just like spraying care. Uh, so yeah, please subscribe uh, if you like the content. Yeah. and Let we- us know maybe even in the comments what you want to hear about. Mm-hmm. Maybe we can find someone to talk about it. And one last thing in the comments if you've got any anything you want advice on, we would love to start an advice segment. So please ask your question. Or if you're not comfortable uh, having it out there publicly on YouTube, send us a, a DM uh, and we will talk about your uh, advice question anonymously on the podcast. We would love to do that, um, but we need to get those questions coming in so that we can, we can start to uh, respond. Yeah, that'll be fun. Yeah, I think that'll be a really good time. Sweet. Okay. Thanks, everyone. We'll catch you next time. See ya.